0: Matthew Cooper, Radio Sport regular, former All Black himself, and Sky Sport analyst uh, rejoins the program. Morning, Matthew.
1: Yeah, good day, Kent. How are you?
0: Uh, we will never know what would have happened if the French had stuck with fifteen players. But did you get the feeling that an avalanche of points was going to be coming regardless?
1: Oh, not not to the extent that it happened, but I I probably had a, a fair assumption after watching that first uh, first hour of the game. I suppose uh, Kent was that the All Blacks are great at. And it takes time for them, particularly in their first first up test. So it takes time; it takes a while. Um, I think one thing you've got to always re- you mentioned Mackenzie and Lamarpe. I think you've got to remember too. Regardless of those decisions, we'll probably talk about those. Regardless of that, the All Black bench, the All Black uh, replacements coming on. I mean, they are world class footballers, and you know the French would ne- French never had that, did they? They never had their replacements coming on. We'ren't going to have the same impact when a team's fatigued. Um, like the French were, um, there was a, there was a high chance that there were going to be a few points that were going to be on offer in the second half for the All Blacks.
2: You know, in the last year, we were sort of discussing off air before. It seems like that the the All Blacks bench hasn't had that same sort of impact. It's like it took a year off. What was different about Saturday night?
1: Uh, I think the uh, oh, I think time, I think experience, I think the likes of Tonga uh, um You look at him now, and he looks. Comfortable. Um, he looks. Uh, he's pretty. He's pretty. Pretty impressive, and isn't he in terms of what he did? But he, he, a type of player like him now is very settled in this team. He's a world class prop. Uh, we talk about McKenzie, Laomapi, uh, Um you, you name those names, and you compare them with other, other, you know, t- other replacements or other teams around the world. Um, those guys would waltz into any international international side.
0: Did you see anything from the French at all in terms of the way they played Matthew and the use of their bench and the firepower or maybe lack of to think that they can get close to the All blacks in either the second or third test
1: not really i I, I felt that uh, the passion was there Kent I felt the um, you know, Morgan Padar played very well, he kicked goals brilliantly. Um, nothing really there that I didn't know that I was expecting from the French. I I thought very physical, you know, they were in the fight. I totally agree. The first forty, they came away with the lead. Uh Bastiel basically said he didn't they didn't know what to do that they were in the lead. He rang back and he yeah, I think he was saying that we don't know what to you know, we didn't really know what to do because we were leading the all blacks uh, at half time. I, I didn't really see the try they got with an intercept did they really construct a lot of rugby when, when the heat goes on in the second half to suggest that they've got continuity, they've got the skill level to match the All Blacks? Uh, I, I I still don't think they have.
2: So so if you are those guys then, you know, like you said, but they they couldn't see how to do it. He's had some time now to have a look. In your suspicion, Matthew, if you're the French team and you've seen what cards they've got, what can they do this week then to find some attack? Like what is something that might work against the All Blacks?
1: Uh, I mean they've gotta have a they've gotta have a good start, mate. They've gotta have they've got a they've, they've gotta have a couple of things. And I don't know how they're gonna do that, apart from an intercept. Um uh, maybe they get a maybe they get a, a try from a, a line out early in the piece and um, you know, driving you know, from from a, a five metre scrum and they get over and they get a bit of a lead. If they get a bit of a lead against the All Blacks, the passion comes in and they grow 'em they know, they grow an arm and a leg, these guys we know that they can. Um, and the All Blacks would have to have a really off day. I, I, I just think that's the that's the the challenge for this French side. That is, um, you know, is a side which have got good players. But if you match them, if you save them, if you match them against our fullback against their fullback, our centre against theirs, our ten versus their ten. If you do all that, you really do analyse on a skill based level that we're a better side.
0: What about the make-up of the midfield for this week's game, Matthew? Would he be tempted, do you think, Steve Hansen, to throw Laomape in to start? Or did he really prosper because he had fresh legs with only 20 minutes to play?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I think that you know we we, we got out of Laomape and McKenzie what we expect from them in terms of the way they play their rugby, coming on, fatigued French side, Um, down on numbers obviously Um, and and that's what you get do you start with him he's the type of player I've seen him play for the Hurricanes this year if you want to get across the advantage line if you want to offer something different because the French now will be doing their homework Around the Leonard Brown and the Crotty, um, I think that's probably a good move to say they don't really know a lot about Lamarpe or, or the what um, uh, one, one player does. The the guy that tried to stop him. Oh, my dad um, Yeah. Uh, Medard knows about him, yeah. but but if you know if they don't, you know. You know, and I've seen him with the Hurricanes, he's brilliant, because no matter what defence, if you try to put up there, he will get you over the advantage line. So the first, the next test, sorry, the second test, if you want go-forward ball, probably, and they don't really know a lot about him, I'd, I'd actually throw him in. I think it's a good move
2: it's uh, it, it's it's quite overwhelming uh, that, that last half hour that they put together and, and I understand the yellows and <laughs> that but even once they came back on there was one particular place where I noticed the All Blacks when it went a rewound and had a look at those tries you can almost see the same place where they are going and it's the place where Cody Taylor threw a little dummy and went through the same place Damian McKenzie went through twice and I did feel sorry for the French flanker because he was out there covering around that centre mark and at one stage Matthew he got spun completely around and then there was another yeah. guy who Damian McKenzie managed to make fall over by pretending he was going in and out. The dude was like 10 metres away. So that sort of hole out there around centres, is, is is that those, is is that something that the All Blacks have seen and worked on, do you think? Or is it just what opened yeah, up in be. front of them?
1: Yeah, it could, could be, actually. It could be the fact that uh, set-piece set have done a lot of work around um, how to try and stop this All Black from set-piece, probably two or three phases later. Nate, but we all know that this all-black side—it's that, you know—it's that eighth phase, it's that 12th phase where look out—that's when they get those runners like a Ben Smith looming off, you know, off that first receiver. That's when they get a Damien McKenzie. I mean, that was a beautiful ball, but that was all about timing and that was vision from McKenzie, and, and you know that was that was superb football. The actual football we play, um, and I agree with you—they got they got a couple of real roughies, the French. Don't, don't get me wrong, they, they got a couple of real roughies, but what what you saw there was. Uh, that was a very good second half for the first test of the year.
2: So, what do you think's rougher, the the, the French lock getting a yellow that shouldn't have been, or Sam Kane not getting a yellow because he he should have got yellow. That was straight to the head.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, Nate, no, you can say both, really. I mean, the on hindsight, uh, the ref, the young ref, never got any help from George Ayub. We know that. Um, you know, on the first one, he's got to, the senior TMO's got to come in and say, you need to look at this. He's got to make a decision. He's got to be, he's got to show that he is one of the officials. He didn't. Um, the the Kane one was, you know, that was all around. You know, tungafasi That was Kane, and that was the Frenchman. It was all at the same time. It happened so quick. But by the letter of the law, again, if you had a look at it, he made contact with the head. Was it intentional? No, it wasn't. Um, but you know, the repercussions have been pretty severe for the for the Frenchman, and the, and the you know that poor guy's got a got a long time off. So there needed to be... Yeah, yeah were they? Yeah, pr- probably both both uh, both about the, uh, both of similar um, punishments, I think, Kent, or Nate.
0: Yeah, hey, Matt, uh, just one final thought to on Damien McKenzie. Oh, I was hoping they may have gone with Richie Moonga last week just to see how he would go. Mm. And I know a number of people thought the same and that maybe having McKenzie on the bench was overkill as cover for fullback. You think, though, we need to look at McKenzie's ability to come on and be a game-breaker and we need to look at it through that pressure. As opposed to Mackenzie being a cover player.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And you're talking to a, cl- a classic utility kid. That was my whole, uh, that was my life. Uh, a, a, a very
0: accomplished, may I, yes, I say, by the man. Way. Thank you. That <laughs> was
1: that was my life. But I but I agree. I, I think that. You know, you can't, a, there is an a- aspect here, you can't not have McKenzie in your 23. Because when a team's fatigued at the hour mark, look what he can do. And he can do that against the box. He can do that against the Wallabies. And, you know, if you're thinking about having a guy that can be a game changer in that 23, um, you know, he, and he's he's done enough for me to suggest that he was a very good fullback by the end of last year. He turned into a very good test fullback. Um, if I was, if, if, um, if, if, you know, if Bowden went down tomorrow. Probably, I'd, I'd probably play Moanga. Uh, I'd start Moanga um, at the moment. Um, you know, in terms of starting, but who would I have in the reserves? I'd have Damien McKenzie.
2: Was Carl to the feel-good moment of the winter? <laughs>
1: It was a special. I mean the, the the everything about the week, the build up, uh, yeah. the emotion at the emotion at the uh, at the anthems, Nate, um, was superb to see how much it regardless of what this is, is this professional era or is this the nineteen sixties, the emotion that came out of Carl to enough um you know, the, that that was just superb. Um and uh well, I mean if you want to make a statement in your first test and uh and what you do in your core role, um, you only have to look at that scrum. And the, the the French were, and how many times, you haven't really seen the French obliterated like that before. Oh. Um, and I just loved it because, you know, it's all very well to get picked. It's, um, and then there's the nervousness of actually getting on. And we know that uh, Jordan Talthour, very sad that he, he's got the calf injury, so delays his chance to wear the black jersey. But, Nate, it's more important about um, being accepted by your teammates. Well, all he had to do was, as, as he got up over the top of the whole French scrum, and all of a sudden, there were these All Blacks coming running to him. He knew now that he's part of that part of that All Black
2: club.
0: That's yeah. the best All Blacks Mo since Joe Stanley, is it not? It's a, a, <laughs> yes.
2: It's all tight. Ty- it's Bernie Fraser-esque. I mean, that's, it's amazing.